Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about Spider Man re entering the MCU. Back! He's back! He's back. <laughs> right, right after we recorded. <laughs> Our um, our second episode a couple weeks ago. Mere hours. <laughs> yeah, hours later, they announced that. And we were like, man, well, I guess like, we're going to have to talk about that. It always happens. In two weeks. It always happens. There's actually a lot of news that dropped like right after that, which I don't we, remember you know, half of it. we'll be diving into a little bit of here yeah. in a minute. But uh, but yeah, like it's that one in particular. I was just like, what? Why? Yeah. Why couldn't you have done this like a couple hours earlier? Totally. We actually do. We have a lot, lot to talk about uh, this episode. So I think... Um, we're going to fly through this first part. That's right. Uh, but what have you been up to this week? So this week, I uh, was, uh, I guess the last two weeks, however long it was, last week I was in Disney, which yep. was really fun. Yeah. Uh, went to uh, Star Wars Land, so went to went to Batuu. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was really awesome. It was your first awesome. time in Star Wars Land. It was amazing. It was, it was, it's, was it everything you wanted? It is, yes. Like, there's, like, really good food there. Okay. There are there That's are a couple things from Star Wars like there's a couple of good things about it that uh, like that I was questioning that I I still question. Right, there's a couple, and so the only thing that I question is there's a couple of sound effects hmm. that are incredibly high pitched in that that land like to the point where I was just like this is like too much, and uh, like up in the like you know uh, so if if you're an audio person up in the like 17 to 18k register, hmm. and it's just uh, like they're really loud. What is it? There's like it's like an engine. Like it was in the the place where we bought like some some food or whatever. So there's like a robot that's turning like a steak uh, or turning like some some like meat, and a uh, a jet engine is uh, cooking them, right? Mm -hmm. And so then the jet engine, wherever it turns on, it starts like rumbling and stuff yeah. like that. There's this super high pitched frequency that goes off, and it's Weird. like I'm not sure that it was intended to be that loud. Yeah. And it's just very loud. Like it was just, it was like piercing to the point of just like, ooh, this is like, this is a little uncomfortable. Mm. Um, so to the point where like there were there were small children that were covering their ears, and I'm sure that most adults like maybe couldn't hear it, right? Um, because that's you know just. <laughs> Uh, what do you lose your hearing? That's the first to go. Yeah, exactly. Like the high frequencies are just like what, but it's like it just is. It was very, very. That was the one thing where I was just like, man, that is. If I were to change one thing about this land, that's what it would be. Like that Wild. one thing, just just so shave odd. off that stuff. Um, and I, it makes me wonder if the person that tuned that specific uh, like area, if they just weren't like able to like really hear that, or if like they just would, like it was oh, it's a fluke that they need to adjust that night or something. I don't know. But anyway, as an audio person, I was kind of like taken aback. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but dude, I will say that whenever I walk around the corner and there was the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And that's the stuff I'm, I like, care about. Oh, it was like, it's, it's one of those things like I, I didn't know how it would react because like yeah. I knew it was going to happen eventually. Like, yeah. And they lay, have laid out that land really well to where you really do feel like you, I got lost. Mm. Like I got, I got like around a corner. I was like, I don't even know where I'm at. Like, I don't know which way we came into this place. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of came around the corner and was like, wait, that's the Millennium Falcon right there. And then so, like, it's just you kind of get emotional. You're just like, what the heck? This is amazing. So we got a, got a photo, that sort of thing. It was And it drank some blue milk. The blue milk was delicious. Nice. What does it taste like? It tastes like it has the texture of, like, like a thick milk. Like okay. a thick, like, kind of okay. almost froze, like, not quite like a frozen drink, not like a slush. Okay. But like a, like a milk. Okay. And uh, but it's like super thick, like chocolate milk, maybe. Yeah, that like a really, really cold, thick chocolate milk. What does it taste like? And it tastes like 
it it's it's very sweet, but it tastes like kind of floral in a, in some way too. Weird. It was very strange. And uh, Catherine compared it to like some some. She was like, "This is like this is a taste from my childhood, of like you know some sort of like a a, a drink that you a... drank in like child your your <laughs> like childhood. Maybe it was medicine or something like that. Like, oh, gross. And which is like you know one of those weird things where like some people will probably have a terrible reaction is it like to it. Mylanta. I can't. Maybe I don't. I didn't expect to like it. Is the thing like that? Everyone had, was telling me like, oh, the blue milk, but the green milk is good. The blue milk, not so much. Didn't have the green milk." But the blue milk, I thought was great. Like I would, I really want it. Like I would drink some right now if you had right. it. Like okay. if I had it right here, psh, it's over. I'm drinking blue milk all day long. Cool. Um, but yeah, dude, it was it was super fun. Didn't ride the 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 ride. The the line was a little bit too long for for where we were at that day. But in January, planning on hitting that ride, I'm very you didn't ride very anything. Excited. Didn't ride anything in the land. There's oh only one gosh. ride there right oh, now. Oh no, because the the new ride doesn't open. The second ride doesn't open That's until terrible. December. It's terrible news. Um, <laughs> You're like, this is horrible news. I, I would not have left that land before I rode that ride, John. Um, and so in January, like regardless of whatever happens, like I will, uh, I we will ride that ride. Man, um, I, the thing I was, so up. if there, like, we could have done the single rider line. There's a single rider line, yeah. but it skips any of the queue. So like, there's a uh, there's like an animatronic, and like they set you up for the story beforehand. So at least do that. And so yeah, that's that that's uh, like mm, you can watch the queue on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, I have watched the. Queue well, then on you're YouTube. fine. You're and that's set. the thing. I, I probably, you know, we we if we had gone back to that land, we w- I would have definitely done it. But Man. dude, there were things, thing, other things to do, All other right. things, to, places to places to see. I, f- I feel like that's false, but Batu, okay. But two was pretty awesome, though. I feel like th- I feel like we shouldn't be here right now. We should I, be there. I mean, we should be there. Why aren't we there, Chris? I don't know. We could uh, we could build some lightsabers. Yeah. Which it's hilarious because like the way that they set up land, we, uh, like it's amazing because they have the characters walking around. So. Chewie and Ray, like literally just like walking around, like we passed right by them a couple times, like took some selfies with them in the background as they're like, you know, going around. Um, didn't we saw some stormtroopers? Didn't see Kylo Ren or anything mm. like that, you know. But uh, but the stormtroopers were walking around, talking to people, harassing people. Mm. There's some dude who was like trying to fit something in his bag, and uh, and a stormtrooper walked over to him and was like, was making fun of him because it wouldn't fit in his bag. It was just like ha. You can't get that, you know, anyway, he's like, are you storing contraband? (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, it was, it's a very like fun, like immersive feeling to be there and like have everybody just kind of moseying around. And, uh, there was, there's one, I need to like do some research because like in, in the land, there are some like elements that are like storytelling elements of like, oh, well, DJ Rex, who is in the cantina and playing like music and stuff like that. He is the driver of the old star tours ride. And, uh, and so like back in the day, like wait, whenever Wait, we Star, first Tours, wrote Star it, Tours not around anymore. So Star Tours, they did an update and R2-D2 okay. is your pilot uh, in the new version with uh, C-3PO. But I it see. used to be this like random, uh, robot Rex and, uh, Rex is now in the cantina mm. as the DJ. But in the land, there's a giant crater with like a, a ship that is like is is all torn apart. And the story is apparently that Rex crash landed after that mission, like crash landed on this planet, <laughs> and like they uh, they rebuilt him, took him from the uh, the thing, and rebuilt him as a DJ now. That's hilarious. <laughs> so that's he's in the DJ. So there's like things like that in the land where you're just like, oh yeah, this is like cool environmental storytelling that I need to figure out all of mm. um, before the next time I go in, so I can kind of like point out these things and like and understand. There's books. There's a book, and uh, it has to do with one of the characters they have roaming around in the land. 
And so what happens is like she runs away from stormtroopers, uh, like she's like sneaking around and then like runs away, like is is on a like a cat and mouse kind of a thing with stormtroopers. Like there are sometimes whenever she will get arrested by them, and then you know something will happen in in the background behind something, and then they'll escape. I've seen like pyro go off in a few places or whatever, just to like you know with a, a show, quote unquote, almost. And it's just kind of stuff that happens throughout the day in this land. And, uh, and I think it's from that book. I think like that book would tie all mm. of that character in with the other things that are going I- around on uh, Black Spire Outpost. So it's, uh, it's really fun. I very much enjoyed my time at, at, uh, at, at Star Wars Land. We only went there one day. And uh, it's, it's not a, a place like necessarily that currently, because again, there's only two rides there. And one of them is not even out yet. One of them is coming out in, in December. So I wouldn't necessarily say it's like an all-day kind of a place. But it was very fun well, to, to go there. Yeah, especially whenever you don't actually ride <laughs> the one ride they have. Um, but yeah. It was a, it's a blast. That's good. I, uh, I very much enjoyed our time uh, at the rest of Disney as well. So (laughs) what have you been up to, Chris? Oh man. Uh, (laughs) so, uh, I also have not read the road, the star Wars ride. I mean, yeah. Uh, um, Chris, what are you doing? Uh, I've been, uh, so three things I'm going to hit real quick. Okay. Um, first, uh, so the Joker. Nice. Um, and it was, uh, I highly recommend it. Okay. It was really, really good. Okay. Um, Ah, man. Wait. Well. I don't uh, mind spoilers. Uh, yeah, I was supposed to say, like... I think anybody who has seen the trailers for the thing probably, like, has no, an idea. No. No. So, I'm going to spoil some things, I guess. Like, I, I, th- I still want to have a review of this whenever, yeah, we, whenever we watch it. Um, have Maybe have a opinions on. He yeah. saw it with us. Um, so, skip forward, you know, a, a couple minutes. Um, we'll if, give you uh, two minutes. Is that good? So, I think that... Um, this is a thought provoking movie on multiple levels. Um, first, it's definitely like it definitely deals with like uh, um, ideas of like, okay, what is it like for a person to be marginalized and you know does that incite violence and whatever? I also think that things like uh, it's interesting the way that they it's interesting setting that kind of a story in a place like Gotham City that is more like a magnifying glass for that kind of behavior anyway. Um, because Gotham City plays kind of a, a role in this as a, as the city more than I thought it was going to. This Interesting. Is, it very much feels like a Batman movie without having um, Batman in it. Bruce is still in it. His father's still in it. It's Gotham City. Uh, so like it feels like it's there. It has the right feel to it, which is really cool. Um, they also play around with uh, reality, like and what is actually real and what is not in a way that is very, very cool in a way that reminds me of things like, um, uh, fight club, like not, they don't do it in that way, mm-hmm. but like, just like where it's like, okay, was that real? Like, I don't even know if the whole movie was real, mm-hmm. honestly, if we're being completely honest mm-hmm. or if it was all in, in the Joker's mind in Arkham. Um, and so like, that's the level of like, I'm like, Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very, very thought provoking on that level as well, mm-hmm. which is really, really awesome. Um, I think that uh, they, it, it, the cinematography is great. It feels like like the actual feel, and I think they were going for this, but feels kind of like Taxi Driver. If you ever saw Taxi Driver yeah. um, back in the day, that's the kind of like gritty, kind of like, you know, like uh, uh, city kind of feel that it have to it. And then Joaquin Phoenix, just seeing him like uh, devolve and go like get crazier and crazier is really, really cool. I highly recommend it. 
I've heard like with, uh, our two minutes is up, but I've heard like with Walking Phoenix, um, kind of like m- makes the movie in such a way that, like you know where it's like oh you couldn't remove him from the movie and it be the the same kind of thing. I mean I think in the same way that you couldn't necessarily remove like Heath Ledger from right. that version of the Joker yeah. or even Jack Nicholson from that version of the Joker. Yeah. You know like oh yeah 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 it's it's, it's just it's, the, the ownership is there. totally yeah. I mean you could probably switch out Jared Leto with somebody else and have that version of the Joker. But <laughs> of course, but there's a supposedly, you know, hours of footage that we haven't seen. Chris. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm sure there is. It's freaking Jack, Zack Snyder. I mean, <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> well, it wasn't or, David what, Ayers. It was David, David Ayers. Yeah, yeah, David Ayers. Whatever. Well, but supposedly That's that movie, movie was whatever. completely different. I don't even know. A 90 days before yeah. it was released. So. Um, anyway, yeah. great movie. I, I mean, honestly, I'm, I, I'm like, I, you know, because of because they play with reality a little bit. Mm. Um, I mean, this could possibly fit yeah. in other versions of Batman yeah. or not. Yeah. And I actually like the ambiguity of it. Yeah. And I think we've talked about it before. Like in a lot of ways, like I would much rather them just do like kind of movies that are, are good, interesting movies. Yeah. That don't necessarily have to tie together. Like, you know, why worry about it yeah. um, so much? Like just well, make good movies. <laughs> or just start out. Yeah, exactly. Well, well just, yeah, like just make a good movie. And then if it's good, yeah. make a sequel to it. Yeah. You know, like don't say, Hey, we're going in and this is going to be the huge franchise. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know, but I kind of doubt that at least whenever they asked Nolan to do Batman begins, if that was a three picture deal, I don't know. I don't think it was. I think like everyone that I think Jonathan Nolan has said every single one that they did, they thought was the last one that they were going to do. Yeah, and that's the right right way to do it. That's right, the way and, they did the Bourne movies, and they didn't think they they were going to be able to come like break the story of the third one um, until they did. You know, yeah. where it was just like, okay, well, we can try. Yeah, and then so they tried, and finally they were like, okay, well, this is good. Like, let's well, put this out. And we like want, as, sad as, as sad as it is, you know, I feel like probably be. Uh, not being able to use the Joker in the yeah. third movie probably helped them out a little bit because they, they could break away from and do something different. Yeah, I mean, and, and distinctly, that movie, the, th- the third movie, you know, Dark Knight Rises, stands out from the other two. Like, it's like it's almost like Batman Begins and and uh, and and Dark Knight are definitely like, an, a, like, here's side A, here's side B. You know, like, these are like back-to-back, kind of like these go together. And then Dark Knight Rises is like, well... It feels like it, and you know, it's it's much later. Like they said it, like way later, like ten years later or whatever. And it's just it kind of feels like, oh, this is bonus for people who enjoyed these other two. You know, almost like where yeah. it's like these two go together. This one is kind of by well, itself. the other two are, are pretty. Like you can you can stand alone watch the other two. Right. The third one you could you could just watch it, but like yeah. it doesn't have you don't have the context of uh, any of the villains, yeah. anything that happened with Rachel, um, yeah. any or of the, Ghoul, like, Ra who Ghoul. is this? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you have no context for like even any of the, the, the forces of antagonism in that, you know, totally. so even the scarecrow, like it shows up in it or whatever. Yeah. It's like, he's in Batman. Begins. Um, but I, anyway, I highly, I highly recommend, uh, the Joker. It is like, there are like parts that are just like really violent. So mm-hmm. just, you have to be aware of that. Yeah. It's nothing that like, so like be prepared. Yeah. It's nothing that's like, uh, you know, it's, it's nothing that hasn't been on a screen before. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I think it's, it's, it's in the, the, the way that it happens so quickly. Mm-hmm. That is surprising and shocking. Would it be? Would you compare it to something like like The Departed? Like The Departed, like yeah. you know, kind of like all of a sudden, it, like super yeah, violent, it's, and it's not like Tarantino on, like, where it, like amps up. It's not like Tarantino. I would say that where yeah. it, like amps up the tension. You know, something's going to have to right. like break. You right. know, it, it's it's more yeah, it's more like The Departed, and maybe even quicker because like I would say this is spoilers again, <laughs> um, but the first couple times um, 
violence happens in the movie, it is not premeditated. Mm-hmm. So it happens accidentally. Yeah. And so that's the that's the, it's both surprising for the audience and for the characters. Yeah. And it makes sense. Um, but like that's what makes it surprising and yeah. kind of like part of the journey is like, oh c- crap, you know, like yeah. that just happened. Yeah. Um and it's part of what like makes that journey so like interesting, I think. Fascinating. Yeah. I'm interested to watch it, man. Yeah. And this is this is one like that I have been like kind of like and I still am like very, very like kind of like ah! on you know and i feel like i i I have no doubt in my mind that it will be like a very well written performed and directed movie yeah it's just like where will i land on this thing thing. it's like it's not necessarily if you were to pitch this movie aside from like the the license like the the joke or whatever like I don't think I would probably care like that much about it, you know. I don't I think mean, I would. Yeah, I, would I, don't, I wouldn't I don't, necessarily go out of my way because I, I didn't go out of my way for The Departed, you right. know. Like I, yeah, I saw I that after the fact. Totally, it's a yeah. great movie, but yeah, I don't think that this is probably naturally like just knowing you. I don't think this is probably naturally like if the Joker was removed from it, your type of movie that right. you would like normally go watch, right? Um, and but I do think it is on. I don't know if that's on the level of The Departed or uh, of um, Taxi Driver, but it's definitely like it's not a like it's not a a weird or kitschy movie, you right. know, like it's not a, it's not a niche movie. I mm-hmm. don't think I, mm-hmm. it still is very, really well done. And well, even I mean, like just here's, judging here's, from here's, how the box office has been on it, like it's definitely not as, it, as niche as uh, right. of a movie is. And I'm going to pause at this question and it's just something to think about. Again, spoilers for the Joker. <laughs> we should have just told you like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is this even the Joker? That's that's a good question, and that's a question that I've I've had from the beginning. Where it's like, hmm, is this the, you know, this may not be the Joker that we know, right? Or like, you know, like I've seen. Well, and that's the I've, out that they took on um, on Gotham, right? The show Gotham. Yeah, like they took that out where it was like, oh, they basically made the Joker on that show, but never like, but never officially like went there where it was like this is. They never like announced yeah. this is the Joker. You know, so it's essentially the person that inspired the Joker right. or like whatever. You totally, know? it's not like that. It's not that. Uh, like then he is called. He calls himself the Joker, yeah. or he. I'm sorry. He asks them to he call. Asks him them to call him the Joker. Yeah, for a very specific reason. Yeah. Um. That doesn't mean that this is the Joker that later uh, faces Batman. Makes sense. Because of the way that <laughs> the city reacts to him. Interesting. Very interesting. There could be many Jokers. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting. Um, but yeah, so, so I'm, I'm, again, I'm really, really interested to, to yeah. watch it. So I know. It's know. like, it's, th- it's very thought. I like, I want to review it now. Yeah. We need to get Jared in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is very thought provoking. Yeah. I, and I, I like, and I was like very surprised by it. I'm like, this is, this, make, this is making me think way more than I thought it was going to. For sure. For um, sure. Well, I mean, that, that's honestly, I think that part of it is the, uh, what has been the appeal. Like, and that's why it's had as much, you know, box office success as it's had yeah. is because it's like a, it's a thought provoking movie. It's like, Hey, this is, and that's, again, that's the approach that I really hope that, uh, that they continue going down the road of with DC is like, Hey, just start telling interesting stories, which mm-hmm. is what the comics, you know, with always, these always would do. Yeah. Like it's like, well, it's like they have the mainline ones that all fit together, but but they don't really ever you know 
take a story and say, well, you, you know, your hands are tied. You can't tell this story with Batman mm-hmm. because like you have things like, you know, the, uh, the, the, uh, the year one or the year a year where it's like, oh, we've completely destroyed Gotham and all this stuff like right. within, you know, this storyline. And it's like, well, th- how does that fit into a universe, uh, the DC universe? And it's like, yeah. well, it's just a good story. Yeah. <laughs> so I would love if they like, you know, just like explored this world a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, especially with like some of the ways that, things happen again i really like you know it goes kind of goes back to what's the the telltale batman series yeah like i loved how different that was from like the traditional telling of batman for sure well and in that batman like and and again like we've had so many different types of batman where it's like oh you have snyder's batman you have the the nolan batman but it's like that batman felt distinctly different as well so um again like yeah and that joker yeah and that joker and all of the like that that Catwoman felt distinctly different than the arkham you know Catwoman. and it's like oh man this is this is awesome so yeah um, so, uh, two other things real quick. So I, uh, I played in, uh, uh, our company battle of the bands last yeah. week, um, came in second Yeah. overall. Um, we, uh, they give you a big silver, silver medal. No, ah, yeah, there's nothing no, other, other than being able to play in the finals. There's no, uh, um, reward for second place, but, um, it was a lot of fun. It was awesome. Well, congratulations. Um, oh, thank you. You know? Yes. Your was, first place in all of the listeners' minds. Oh, yeah. oh, thank you. In all of, the, you, in all of our hearts and minds. I don't know if that's true, but... Number one. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't even know who number one was, Chris. Yeah, so yeah. in our hearts and minds, you are number one. Um, and then, uh, I so I uh, helped... I produced a new, brand new podcast that's mm-hmm. out uh, called Borrowed Future. You can check it out. Um, it's uh, about student loan debt crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, it hit... Uh, number 10 on Apple Podcasts. It's awesome. And uh, is doing super, super well. And so if the listeners want to check that out and then tweet at me, tell me if you liked it. There it is. Yeah. So that was the that's that really being consumed. That was the life. quick hits. Like there was Those there was the the one hits. gigantic one. Yeah. And the other two were very. Well, I didn't, very I didn't quick. want to dwell on. I mean, I already talked about Joker for so long. <laughs> I love it. And then about the bands, I can't really. I don't really. Yeah, you're like, oh, and then I just want people to go listen to the other podcast. Of course, of course. Um, yeah. um, well, that's awesome, Chris. Yeah. I think it's time for the. The news. The news. So there are two, I think there are like two things that we uh, we should talk about, Chris. And the first one, let's dive into some gaming related things with Sony. They have now officially called their next console, get ready for it, the PlayStation 5. Yep, PS5. It does, <laughs> it does, um, uh, I think it does matter in the sense that what in the world is Xbox going to call their console? Because, uh, you know, we had the original Xbox, then we had... Xbox 360, I think they were trying to... They knew the PS3 was probably going to be the PS3, so Xbox 360, that sounds like it's the same generation. Yeah, for sure. And then PS4 and Xbox One, I mean, that doesn't make any sense, but no. whatever. Um, I mean, but they can't do... They can't say... They're not Xbox 5 now yet. Right. So they can't do that. Well, it would be the Xbox 4. Like, they can't it'd do be, Xbox be, 4 it'd either. Be, it'd be Xbox... Yeah, because then it sounds like... It's then it sounds like, year. oh, this is like... This is the competitor to the PS4. But would you do the Xbox Xbox 2? I don't know, man. Or do you still call it Xbox One? I think either either they're going to just call it Xbox. Xbox? Or that's insane. They're going. I mean, they they held on to like the, oh the the Xbox One X or whatever. Like I feel like they could potentially say like what if they call that the fourth generation and this is the fifth generation. So now it's the Xbox. Now it's 5. the Xbox Five. So they're on 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 mark. I don't know. And I think that's that's the only reason it matters why PS right. if PS 
uh, PlayStation calls it the PS5 or not. Well, it's like then then you could have the Nintendo 20 or like whatever. You know, sure. it's like include their yeah, handhelds they, and everything. They, that, you know, that might like, be better than some of their names <laughs> that they come up with. I mean, better than like the Wii, Wii U. Like, come on, what was that? I don't know. Uh, I was like, are we? Do we? It's is, called the Wii 2. Is it a university or? <laughs> I don't oh, know. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, probably the. Uh, but yeah, if you include their handhelds, it'd be like the the Nintendo 20. Um, but yeah, like I, I, that's, you're right. That, that matters. Like that they keep with this continuity. Again, it surprises no one though. Like, I mean, whenever they announced earlier this year, Oh, the next console and they're like, well, what are you going to call it? And they're like, we don't we'll know. announce that at a later time. Like, come on guys. And it's like, no, come on guys. You know, gonna you're going to call anything this thing. Other than the PS5. Um, but then also in addition to that, that wasn't the only news that was gotten like over, over this interview or this, this, this thing with, uh, with Matt Cerny, it was the, uh, the date also. So they're, they're definitely like, they've nailed down. They're like, okay, we're going to come out in, uh, fall next year. So 2020, same as Xbox. Like the Xbox has already confirmed, like, here's our release window. Yeah. We assumed that Sony would be in the same place. And again, surprising no one, we are in the same place. Yeah. You know? Um, but that's not all the information they got, Chris. There's some controller information. Which this is really cool. Yeah. And so there's a, what do they call it exactly? Let me see if I can pull up the uh, exact phrasing. I don't think, oh, But wait. they called the technology, like they, they're going to have some additional oh, there's rumble. Hapti, there's haptic feedback instead of, instead of traditional rumble. That's right. Um, and so that's more like uh, what's inside the... Uh, Joy Cons mm-hmm. is haptic, feed, haptic feedback. It's also like that HD Rumble. It's man. also what's what's on, what's in your cell phones. You know, yeah. like that thing. And so yeah, the HD Rumble. So it can feel drastically different depending on like what whatever you want it to feel like. Does it yeah. feel like you know like whenever you click in on your your phone, it feels kind of like mud where you're like Bleh. yeah. So and like then sometimes like, whenever it rings, you're like, like oh, it's buzzing. And the article talks about like you know. Um, if whenever you're walking through sand or mud, it feels different than if you're walking on a road. Yeah. Um, they can also uh, developers can choose to yeah limit the the range on your triggers, which is interesting to me. It's a weird one. Or the and, and the and the tensile strength of yeah. it that it takes. Super so like, interesting. It, if you're pulling back a bow versus firing a gun, it will probably like be harder to do i don't know i don't know if i'm yeah. gonna like that one i don't know that's like, a little see, odd that one feels so feels like it's gonna like make me exercise my fingers more i feel like that one is gonna be one that people won't use as much yeah oh and, yeah and all of yeah, this like totally it, all of this is potentially like never going to be used um other than by first party and that's yeah. the thing like because with, even with like the joy con you have the hd rumble in there right yeah other than no one, one two it. switch which is like it's really cool where it's like oh let's guess how many balls are in the controller that you're rolling around or guess how many or how many ice cubes are in the cup that you're holding mm-hmm. like whatever like it, and it really does feel that way like i say that as if it's like ridiculous because number one it is ridiculous yeah but it does feel like there's like ice in that cup or whatever totally. um but at the same time, that's the only game that uses it. Well, and even like so, the Xbox One controllers they have—I don't forget what they call it—but the the triggers can. I think they call it haptic feedback as well. Rumble like, yeah. like differently than the rest of the controller, and like Forza yeah. uses it. Yeah. Like, and Forza uses it really well. I appreciate what it feels like there. Yeah. I mean, it comes down to where it's like if you're a third-party developer, like why would you spend so much time working on something that is only available on one platform? Right. Rather than investing time and energy into things that will affect uh, players on both on multiple platforms. Yeah. Which totally makes sense. Makes sense. 
I mean, my thought is like maybe it's a thing where now that they have the haptic feedback on the triggers for Sony as well as like Xbox, you assume that they're not going to drop that technology for the for the next Xbox. Right. I just don't think it'll be like because it's in in the whole controller. It's not even just the triggers. That's it's true. Just like that's it's, true. The, it's the whole controller. Is that? Yeah. So it's like I just I wonder if maybe now that they have more parity with each other, the controllers do. Maybe people use it more. But yeah. I, I again I I don't have much hope because. Even uh, Nintendo first-party games haven't used the, the the HD Rumble as much as I thought right. they probably would. Right. With as much of a marketing thing as it was, you know, to begin yeah, with. And that's the my only concern is like, if I'm saying like what Rumble I re- I don't really like the way that Joy Cons feel the Rumble and Joy Cons feel. I just feel like they, they they can't. It's not hard enough. It's not like. And sometimes it's too hard. Like it's like there's there's like a well, yeah, it's, it's like never like off. perfect. You yeah. know, it's like, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. it's still like it's like a it's a very like <laughs> yeah it's very quick rumble mm-hmm. versus like the rumbly rumble you yeah. know or it's like an explosion like you well, I don't know. And I think about like the things that have felt good like rumble wise in my hands you know before it's like obviously forts it feels amazing like mm-hmm. whenever you're like oh you're on the dirt and it's like you know you hit the brake and it like the brake pad you feel the brake pad yeah. like skip. And then I think about like on the PlayStation side, like God of War, um, I throw in the the axe, and mm. then wherever you catch it, yeah, it it feels so good. Like I don't know how they did it with like the traditional rumble that's in that controller, but it's like there's nothing quite that feel felt that way, like that good to me yeah. in a controller. Like those two examples are drastically different types of games, and it's like if you're changing the way that this, like if it feels that good to throw the ax with traditional rumble, like this would better be like, Oh man, it feels even better, you know, but rather than yeah. feeling like H the HD rumble, it does in a, in a joy con or whatever. Yeah. It's like, sure. It feels like realistic things are in these controllers, but do I enjoy the fact that it feels like there's cubes of glass in this controller? Right. You know, it's like cubes of ice in this controller. It's like, not really, <laughs> not really. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, is this fun? You know, exactly. and if it's not fun, then why in the world is this here? It's kind of like, I mean, I think it was a great idea, I guess, the touchpad in the middle of the PS4 controller. <laughs> yes. But like, is it fun having to like drag <laughs> a map around with that thing? No. Or in Tomb Raider, spin the, the oh, artifact with the it worst. or whatever. Is it fun having to hold a Vita up to a light in order to... Make it through parts of Uncharted. Dude, the no. back touchpad on the Vita is a great example. It's like it's the, wa- worst. the back touchpad was terrible. <laughs> back touchpad was just an annoyance every single time I would hit it, and it would do something crazy in my game. And it made the Vita like ridiculously expensive. Yeah, because it has this capacitive touchpad on the back. Totally. That you never used. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, like I didn't even remember the touchpad on the uh, on the the DualShock. Because um, basically, basically every game now uses it as a button. Yeah, it's the map button. Right, because like because. Like early on, it was just frustrating. It was annoying. It's not fun. <laughs> for sure. Same like, thing with that stupid light. Why is there a light bar on that? Oh, dude, the light is like, is ridiculous. Like, that was I, there for like whenever you need to move. And controller. the speaker as well. Speaker. I actually, dude, I uh, muted the speaker because uh, in, in God of War, like there was some sound effects that would happen like on the speaker. And I was yeah. like, this is, this is weird. Like, this is annoying. Cause like I, I would try to put headphones in and it's like, yeah. I would occasionally hear that. And be like, wait, is there somebody in the room with me? Take off the headphones. You're like, what? What? And I realized it's the speaker. It's still happening. It was it was the on? speaker. Yeah, like it happened whenever I had headphones on. So it's like occasionally I'd just be like, "Is there someone in the room with me now?" Dumb. So what does it do? Does it does it like play sound effects from the from the TV speakers now? Yeah. Well, like so uh, it moves it back to the TV speakers. No, like whenever I just oh, I just punched my microphone. Whenever I mute, whenever I muted it, it just turns that in off and like because so you, you get that same. So you like, hear no was, none of those. It was the same things would be in your headphones too. Oh, okay. Like it was, it basically would play both places. Okay. And which was like super weird. Yeah, that's odd. I don't know. Like, I mean, good idea. 
you know, like cool, cool, like nifty idea. <laughs> yeah. The implementation of it was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, but again, why, like, how would you expect developers to support this thing? Yeah. You know, like, I've heard of some like cool, like if, if it was like a horror game or something like that, like I feel like it would be a cool thing to implement. Where it's like, oh, you have whispers coming out of your controller or something like that. But aside from that, I'm just like, I, I have no need for a speaker no, in my controller. No. They have said that the, ne- the next controller will have a speaker in it. Okay. Um, it'll be a better speaker. Okay. So maybe yeah. that'll help. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, oh, this is, this is an actually a legit speaker. Now it doesn't sound like a, a telephone from, you know, 2000. Right. <laughs> um, the other thing that they haven't done, Chris, they didn't. Tell us what the name of the controller is. <laughs> it's not going to be called a Dual Shock. It's going to be called a Dual Shock. It's going to be called the Dual Shock. It's just like again where they're like, "What are you going to call the console?" We are not ready to announce Stupid. it. What are you going to call the controller that you've had, you know, four of or whatever? You know, we're not ready to announce the name yet. This new controller. It's insane. <laughs> next, the next interview, Chris. It's the next interview. Yep. Next time. It'll be interesting to see like how this rolls out. If they're going to be at E3, how they announce this thing, um, how Xbox announces their stuff. I don't yeah, know. Like yeah. I don't know. Um, so n- on to other news, Chris. In movie news, mm. a uh, so this is this is from the Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> they call this is such a weird headline: Star Wars shocker. Colin Marvel's Kevin Feige developing a new movie for Disney. Mm. So it, Kevin what Feige. It, what does it say? So uh, the it, this is their just, exclusive. Just, just the, okay. And uh, it says to surprise no one, Kevin Feige is a huge Star Wars fan. It may surprise many, however, that the Marvel Studios chief is going to be developing a new Star Wars movie as uh, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy makes new plans for a wave of projects set in the universe. Hollywood Reporter has learned. Because they've canceled everything else. Well, I mean. I, there's things that they haven't officially canceled that I'm like maybe they've officially they've canceled. canceled? You you you. Ryan Johnson's canceled. Yeah, I mean I, he's been canceled. I don't know, man. It's, I think he's been canceled. We'll see. Did, well, did we talk about the, the the news on on here where it was like uh, someone asked him and he was like, well, what I would want to do is I would want to map out this whole mm. trilogy before I even shoot it, and I haven't started doing that yet, so it's gonna be a while. I mean, and, the thing is, like we we've already confirmed that like the next kind of the next trilogy or whatever was the game of thrones yeah. uh i think i think that was that was him like starting to walk back the fact that he might be doing a trilogy i mean honestly like they announce things in 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 hollywood they announce things so early these days and they announced that one in particular so potentially early no script no the, uh, kathleen kennedy greenlit it with no script or story treatment right and then, so like they greenlit like these things so early and then then like who knows like where you're even going to be like in 15 years, whenever it gets around to potentially like actually coming to fruition. So, and again, this is, this is potentially a, uh, a change of, of course in that way. Cause again, Feige is a uh, big, big this, deal there. This is what I hope, John. There's a lot of things. I'm, I think I know where you're going with this and there's a lot of uh, evidence to potentially back it up. Too. I hope this is a foray into letting Feige, marvelize this and actually take control of like we're going to map out mm-hmm. the next 10 years of star wars movies yeah and make it make sense yeah. for once so the the uh the the overwhelming kind of theory and along like to go with that where it's like okay well what if 
the Marvel or Marvel leadership, like obviously he's been amazing. They've been bringing up other kind of uh, the people that are, that are his underneath Feige, yeah. bringing them to more press events. They've had like lots of uh, lots of people out there, out front facing people like to who potentially be his successors eventually. Um, and that's kind of like the way that like they've been presenting these people. And so they're kind of filling in that gap where it's like, okay, well, you know, that'll happen. Bob Iger will retire in 2021. Um, who's the CEO of Disney. And whenever he retires, he will want definitely what are the various aspects of the, the Disney world, like the, the, the movie franchises, the parks, everything to be in a good place so that shareholders are confident in the future, which is what he potentially cares about. You know, it's like, Oh, I just, you know, want the shareholders to be happy. And so Kathleen Kennedy, who was brought into Lucasfilm before they were purchased by Disney to make Lucasfilm more valuable for Disney. So that they would purchase the, Oh, we have, you know, Kathleen Kennedy is coming along like to go through with the transition. So they had somebody to, to basically usher through from the George Lucas era into the Disney era. And so she came along. her contract is up in 2021 as well. And so the, the potential theory would be that some of these other Marvel people that they're like, oh, well, these are more front-facing people alongside uh, Kevin Feige. They would take over on one of them, would probably take over on the Marvel side. Kevin Feige could potentially move over to the Star Wars front, which is you know hasn't made uh, as much money as they've wanted it to um, for various reasons because they haven't put out as many movies because they put out too many movies, whatever it might be. And Bob Iger, again, has talked about, like, oh, I, you know, I, I chose the cadence for and when these release dates would happen and all these things. and and uh, But potentially bring Feige over for that franchise, like to have him lead the Star Wars thing. Because he's always talked about how he's a huge Star Wars fan. And somebody asked him at one point, do you ever see yourself, you know, since you're in the same company, do you ever see yourself doing a Star Wars movie? And he says, only in my backyard would I ever do, like, a Star Wars movie. And, uh, and so now, well, that means, like, you know, no. I'm not, I wouldn't do that. I, only in my dreams would I, uh, would I do a Star Wars movie. Mm. And uh, now they have him on a Star Wars movie. So potentially leading into a transition and, you know, obviously like these two large executives retiring, contracts, you know, ending, want to move on, whatever. They need it to be in, in hands that people trust and potentially Kevin Feige would, uh, would, be, would be the guy. So, Yeah. That's the theory, Chris. I All like the it. timing aligns. That's what I want. And so we'll see. Like, and I'm not saying every Marvel movie is perfect, but also like we, we've sat here for years now and said, number one, if Star Wars had more of a overarching plan that kind of, or, or a through line, like um, it would, it would be good, mm-hmm. <laughs> make it better. The Last Jedi would have been better. Well, if they had like, if they knew what was happening, you know, ten stages down the road, maybe yeah, they would totally. they would be able to nail these things. Yeah, exactly. You know where you're going, you can get there a lot better. Well, uh, that's how that's it. we've talked about how that's how Marvel where they like, okay, well, we need you to end Thor Ragnarok in this place, right? But Taika Waititi, go do your thing. How you get there? Like, do your you. thing. You know. Well, and honestly, like, and I've talked. I think I've said on the on the podcast before, like, uh, art in my opinion is always better whenever you have some kind of like some kind of uh guardrails where it's like if you have if you could just make anything unlimited like if there's what would you do 
you would probably like you'd probably start in a small space and create something here and then build it out. You like you naturally create your own borders whenever you create something, you know. You create a structure. And and if we can put a structure to this mess, yeah, <laughs> then uh it will work out. Also, we've said we've talked about before how like if Star Wars was on a on the same kind of cadence as Marvel movies, then each movie wouldn't have to carry and hold so much weight. Mm-hmm. In fans' minds, mm-hmm. so you could have a Star Wars flop, uh, you could have an Ant Man of Star Wars, or a Solo, or a Solo. You could have Solo, and mm-hmm. it, which made money, but you could have a Solo and it be okay, mm-hmm. and it not be seen as a failure. Like I mean, the only uh, the, the, has oh, anyone man. seen have they had like I mean Thor, like th- the first two Thors, yeah, were like the worst performing Marvel movies for the longest time, mm-hmm. but they still. Did a Thor three and kept him in the Avengers? Why? Because he's a great character, and it didn't matter that those didn't perform as well as Iron Man. Well, because they knew they knew the IP could do well, like, and they because, knew where they wanted to take the character. Right, where it's like, well, the IP like th- this is a good character, and and is surrounded by great sur- supporting characters, and they have great stories to pull from from the comics, and, and so and they finally you know, dialed it in, right? Rather than like, well, Solo did, was a disaster, right? Never doing that again. Like that's I don't know, man. It's right. it's it's like a it's just a it's an abundance mindset versus a, a scarcity mindset. Yeah. Like oh man, well we can't do that again because it's just gonna right. like blah blah blah. Like well, what is what what really is the ramifications of that? Yeah, nothing. Well, and then you know you figure like again like picking that specific release date, which was like a f- couple of weeks after Avengers Endgame. Like, where it's like yeah, what? I mean this is. Or Infinity War, Infinity or rather. War. And so it was just like, what? What, in, what on earth? And I definitely want to bring out the the, the names of the, the people that I, I thought would fill his space very, very well. Um, and that's Trin Tran, who is the executive producer on Endgame and Infinity War, as well as executive vice president of production, uh, Victoria Alonso. Both of them have been doing so much promotion for the Marvel Studios films uh, in recent years. And they answer questions about the, the Marvel universe as a whole. So like those are the people where it's like, you know, those they're bringing them up to do something with yeah. Marvel, um, and and they're they're constantly in the fray, and that's awesome. Uh, to the point where I feel like I've heard more from them over you know the last phase or so of Marvel um, sometimes than I have from from Feige. Um, so especially like Trin Tran, like uh, she's been out there on every single movie, every single press junket. Like I, again, like I, I feel like I've heard more um, of her on the MCU than uh, Kevin Feige in a lot of cases. Yeah. Um, that potentially like oh well, whenever Feige shifts over here, it's like well I, I trust these people because they've been around for all of this time. Yeah, and Feige, like, you know, the fact that they're like, he's doing a movie, like, that honestly makes sense because, like, they already got burned saying that Ryan Johnson's doing a trilogy. Oh, dude, yeah. Luckily, uh, Game of Thrones, like, was handled well, so, like, no one's been, like, all up in arms about them being handed a trilogy. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, if they do one movie and it bombs, they're not doing the rest of that trilogy. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, you're going to, you're going to have a, a, a JJ Abrams, you know, finishing that trilogy. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> every, they just have JJ Abrams finish every, trilogy. I mean, it's either him or, uh, or, or, uh, what's his name from, uh, who did finished solo. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Um, that was a favor. <laughs> I know, but it's still, it's like, we, we either have one of these two people come in and finish these movies. Yeah. Um, cool. But yeah, that's, that is the news aside from, the main topic, which is speaking of Marvel, 
Spider-Man is back. Spider-Man is back in the MCU. It's amazing. It's pretty awesome. It literally like happened they, like right did, after. Did they release details of the financial agreement? Uh, yes. Well, I, well, nobody released it, but like it, got, it, was, it leaked. was leaked. So let me let me find that exactly. Yeah, I'm um, excited about this mainly because like okay, I mean we all kind of like said like hey this I mean, hopefully going to get worked out be- before. Um, more than anything, I think I like. I am glad and happy for Tom Holland that he oh, doesn't dude. have to like all this. I mean, can you imagine oh, being an Avenger and all this kind of stuff? And, and then, then all of a sudden not ripped being away one? because of some stupid thing. And this is the thing. I still stand by. I would have boycotted that movie. I would have not gone to see that movie. I would have still seen that movie because I like Tom Holland. I mean, I like Tom Holland, but I don't. <laughs> You're I, like, I, I'm not. I'm not in on this. Yeah. Um, the funny thing about this, so the, I'll sneak uh, into the movie. So I don't have to pay, pay for it. This is from Variety.com, and this was uh, the deal was signed late on Thursday, which was this was from last like two weeks ago or whatever. Um, which is again late on Thursday. We probably as we were recording the podcast, they were probably signing this thing. Um, that's probably what happened because it was the next morning that you sent this to me. <laughs> the negotiations involved top players from both studios, including Sony Pictures chief Tim Rothman and Feige uh, and Walt Disney Studios co-chair Alan Horn and Alan Bergman. Uh, in exchange for lending Feige's producing prowess, again, Variety's words, Marvel and Disney will receive roughly 25% of the profits, according to insiders. Disney will retain its merchandising rights and will put up roughly a quarter of the financing. Uh, As part of the arrangement, Spider-Man will also appear in one future Marvel Studios film. Just one? Just one. That's a load of crap, man. Uh, The film, (laughs) the next film is scheduled to release uh, on July 16th, 2021. Uh, Amy Pascal, who will also produce through Pascal Pictures, um, which is, she's done the last like couple as well. So the last, uh, the last two homecoming or, and Spider-Man, whatever the other one was. The second one. I can't remember. What are you talking about? The two Spider-Man movies, whatever they're called. Homecoming and, uh. That's the one I can't remember. Far From Home. There it is. Um, but yeah, like, uh, so, so 25%. So rather than like Disney coming in and being like, nah, 50%, um, which is what, what, I mean, it seems like that's probably what they wanted to get to anyway. I mean, right. You would go from 5% of the, uh, of the, the first weekend to 50%. That's like, oh, that's a lot. uh, It's like, we'll come back and, and, and negotiate. And so then 25% is where they land. I mean, that's, that's honestly what I would think as well. And so it's just this, the process took a little bit longer and and went public at some point and went public. And and you had like a lot of, um, it seemed like from the outside looking in, you have a lot of like people doing power plays where it's like somebody leaked this and, you know, on Disney side, then somebody leaked it on Sony side. And then, you know, and so like, you know, obviously like there's a lot of, a lot of, very wealthy corporations, you know, tug of warring with Tom Holland, just playing, right playing, in the middle, playing a Twitter game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense. It does. Like, especially whenever they, you know, if they're putting up a quarter of the financing, right. Get a quarter of the profits. Right. That seems pretty fair to me. Well, and it seems like that is, you know, it's also like, well, Sony doesn't, you know, as they prove by walking away from the table, they're like, oh, we don't have to have you, you know, but it's like they make more money whenever they do. Yeah. So let's, let's do, I imagine that they would make 25% more, you know, if they well, had them involved, enough, so. And if we're looking at the, you know, at the end of the day, who needs who the most? Disney and Marvel do not need 
and I think Spider-Man. that was the power play of like Comic-Con where it's like, we have all these things coming up. We don't need Spider-Man to be involved in our movies. Yeah. And so, you know, and so you have this whole thing play out. I just, I, I'm very like interested that this is where we landed, that it took this long to get here and that it was so public. And this is the path that we took to get here. Right. I know. Like we're like, it takes like <laughs> Tom Holland and, uh, and, and, uh, what uh, Iron Man? Oh my gosh, yeah. can't remember his name. It's super late, guys. Oh, uh, Robert Downey. <laughs> Robert Jr. Downey Jr. Yeah, it takes them like going on a on a nature hike together, you know, yeah. and like all of the like the side things, the side dramas within the the overall like corporate drama is is fascinating. Yeah, and I and you know and you wonder this is the thing. So you wonder how much of it is manufactured. So like True. I don't know I don't know if you've seen. Um, uh, He's had things happen since, uh, but mm-hmm. um, so Antonio Brown went from the Raiders to the right to the uh, to the Patriots, and he now got kicked off there for because he was uh, um, for I think assault or abuse the allegations or something like that. But what happened was there was this whole like there was this co- he hired a company um, to basically manufacture his social posts in a way that would get him fired and let go from. One team, team, so he could accept he this on. other so contract. He, he, so he could go to the to another team. Wow. He was getting fined and stuff like that for like he. I mean, he's obviously. That's ridiculous. I, I don't Chris. condone anything. Anything that he. I was like, like that's that's like really he like. Doing, but he was and he was doing weird <sighs> things where he's like they like the NFL changed their helmet this year and he was refusing to practice with that helmet, so he wasn't showing up to practices. So they were fining him mm-hmm. and like just things that are like okay, you're being an idiot. Um, and he's like, I don't want to play. So and he had basically like he'd gotten fined so much he'd lost his whole bonus and basically like. Uh, any of the money that he was going to get paid, like it, it was all going to go to this fine. But and so manufactured he, like that, that element. So he hired of this company, like, media company, and they like they did things like you mm-hmm. know it's very specific posts, calling out certain people within the organization, posting a, a phone call that he happened to re- happened quote unquote mm-hmm. to record, and, like. It was all all manu- after after the fact. All this comes out like this is all manufactured. So you wonder like if there was like a negotiator, you know, sitting there with Sony and, yeah. and Disney, being like, you know, this works out in your favor if we do X Y Z. You know, if yeah, we, like, like if we create hey, this drama, you should leak this. Actually, we say should this. We should walk away from the first offer they come back with. Yes. You know, like we're gonna immediately leave the table. Say it's you know we're all doing right. our own movie. Create this, this public outcry. Yeah. Hmm. And then yeah, and then on the other side, the other side has the same like. Same, you look at, same you, types of people that are did, sitting there going, you know what? Did you ever watch the fire we should, documentary? We should get we should get Robert Downey Jr. to go on a nature hike yeah, yeah. With, with Tom Holland. Did you watch the fire documentary? Uh, no, or I haven't. One of, I mean, and, that's, and that's the same kind of thing too. Where it's like this whole, which obviously that was a camp. We you could tell that was a campaign because all these social yeah. media influencers are posting the same images and all that kind of stuff. But like there were parts of it that weren't obviously a campaign. And, um, and so like, yeah, I just, you know, it just makes you wonder unless, I mean, they're supposed to be, I think you're supposed to now on like Instagram, for instance, you're, you're supposed to, according to their terms of agreement, uh, tell your, uh, followers when this is an ad or a yeah. paid advertisement, Hashtag but ad. that, that does not mean it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, then, well, and that's not even really an ad in, in, in like the, the Antonio Brown case. Right. Uh, or even uh, is that, that's not an ad in the Disney case either. No, no, no. It it's, it's literally just it's being just like a, it's a strategist. It's some sort strategy. of a, a strange negotiating strategy, yeah. and uh, and yeah, it's it's weird, man. And again, like what you choose to leak to who and like when. Yeah, it's all so interesting. Like and and I'm, it's like I'm glad we're here. I it kind of <laughs> it kind of makes me want to be one of those people. 
Where you just kind of like the stir the pot. Like, yeah, yeah. You're just an instigator. Like you're, like a, you're like Jerry Seinfeld oh, says man. he's uh, like Woody Woodpecker. You're an instigator. <laughs> sounds exhausting to me. <laughs> it sounds amazing. Well, you don't have to deal with any of it. You just start it all. You just start a bunch of crap, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know. I don't know what those jobs entail, so maybe you do have to deal with it. I don't I know. Mean, I don't know. Like, if I mean, if it doesn't go well, they just fire you. Yeah, you just like your so contract like, ends. I, 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 you, like that's what that's what you're just like. Hey, you I'll, hire someone else to get you out of your contract. <laughs> you want to start some crap? <laughs> I'll start some crap online for you. Oh man, it's wild. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I would love that job. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like I I, I wonder like creative like, ways to yeah yeah get to, the internet riled up to mess with to mess with other companies and like who becomes because again obviously like when that within that process Sony became the the like the bad guy you know yeah where it's like they were they were the the person that everyone was except like, for some lone person I talked to uh, they basically every, everyone assumes who, who that it's Sony's that Dis- fault who thought who thought it was Disney was at fault and, and I'm I mean, like I don't know about this and in in a in a weird way like again like whenever we first talked about it, like again fifty percent is like that's going from five percent of the first week into fifty percent like that's too much but it's like you assume that you're gonna is negotiate I don't know down if it is. I don't know I I also think like there was the other plays of like okay well we want um other Spider-Verse characters to be able to go into the MCU. Like that was part of the, some of the rumors that were happening was like, who knows if that's true or not. Um, but you know, there's again, there's all sorts of things that could be happening in there. Totally. You just never know. <laughs> you never know. It's, a, it's the fog, the fog of war. That's the news. That's the news. <laughs> Long pause. What, uh, so what are we doing next week? Here's my here's my here's my dilemma, it's, it's John. A solid question, man. Here's my dilemma. So um, next week's our Halloween party. Yep. On Friday. Ooh. So uh, may That's have right. to do something early. We may have to week. record like on Tuesday or Wednesday next week. Something if okay, I can okay. uh, if I can figure out work and it not be taking over my life. Okay. Okay. So I'm down. I mean, we'll, I'm down uh, for whatever we need to we'll do. We'll figure so. something out. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. There, we had on the calendar that there's a movie that comes out next week. Is there? Yeah, it's called. You are my friend. You are my friend. What is that? Isn't that the uh, the um, Tom Hanks, Mister Rogers, Mister Rogers movie? Yeah, yeah. You're right. I don't know if we'll review that next week. I, I don't know. I, I definitely don't think we'll review that next week for okay. sure. That seems like um, a weird that, mood to put me in before but, the Halloween party. Yeah, and usually the night before the Halloween party, like you are like deep in Halloween. Like yeah. you're like you know you've got pumpkins on either hand. Yeah. You know your feet are covered in in skeletons. Yep. At that point, Chris. Yep. I mean, I've seen you on that day. You yeah. got like cobwebs all over your body. It's 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 a sight. Yeah. But uh, so I don't I don't think that walking into a theater. Um, to review a Mr. Rogers movie in that like Halloween mindset is probably the probably the right call. I feel like feel like we uh, definitely no. definitely don't do that one next yeah. week. Uh, at some point soon, or maybe not soon, but at some point we will still review Gears Five. That's right. I still haven't played it. I haven't had a chance um, to play it yet. I feel terrible about that. Agreed. This is the this is the end of season ten. Um, this weekend of uh, Fortnite. Man. So ten seasons, man. Ten seasons. It's awesome. crazy. I'm in, I'm interested to see what comes next. I'm gonna any downtime I do have that I can spend playing uh, this weekend. I'm gonna try to like get as far as I can in that battle pass. I got the things I wanted to out of the battle pass, but um, it's still it's still fun. It's still fun. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, that's. I don't know. We need to review Joker as well. Maybe, yeah. maybe we can do that next week. Get Jared in here. Review Joker. 
It's already happened. Well, you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. But if you, I mean, honestly, like if we get Joe or Jared in here, even if I haven't seen it, it might be fun because I'm going to be out of town this weekend. And so we'll see if I get there on Monday or something like All that right. Tuesday. All I don't right. know. We'll see. All right. It just depends. Depends on work. All right. So. Now that we've planned our lives on the podcast, one hundred percent, you know, on air. Like, what are you doing next you, year? Yeah, you know, September the twenty fifth. Actually, don't know. Me neither. I might be able to tell you. Let's, let's, <laughs> I don't know. Let's, let's see what's there. September twenty fifth. Like, actually, I don't even know what that day. Two thousand twenty. I don't know. What day of the week is that? I don't know. The twenty. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. Nice. Yep. Nice. Um, uh, uh, nothing that I know of. Okay. There's nothing on that calendar. No. Nothing on the calendar. <laughs> Well, we'll tell you guys about you can, it whenever we whenever we have find, something. Then when we schedule that day, podcast, then. they'll know first. You, you know? can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com, on Twitter. Sorry, on social at Chris Wright two five zero and John Wright seven seven seven. And that's always the pod. breaks. Like it's always like whenever we take a week off, like we, that you slip up on that one. That's because I've been saying it for freaking six years for three hundred. And well, I, mean, I think you've gotten it right on like four episodes. So yeah. three hundred and thirty-two episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, please go to your podcast service of choice review us tell your friends about us we really appreciate it that's it for this week we'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target, Target.